tasty. And that's the only way to describe the Mugen Train arc of Demon Slayer. And that's what we're going to cover for the most part this week on Shonen and Suds. I feel like I feel like we just left. How the hell are you, bud? Oh, uh, Chris, we're you know we're we're just recovering from the like like you like to say the hangout hangover. Um, Dude, I've still got the hangout hangover, man. I fuck. Yeah, we had it was a, too short. It was too short of a weekend. It's always too short, man. It's just you know when, whenever we get all the boys together, it just seems like the weekend just flies by. But uh, you know we had a we had a good time in Orlando this past weekend. Got to jam some cards. Got to throw back about a million drinks. I would say. Oh my god. I uh, got to shoot some hoops. Yeah, got, got to shoot to, some uh, hoops on the sure shot. Some beer pong. <laughs> giant Connect Four. Giant Jenga. Um, got to uh, piss off a bartender at Applebee's. Got to drink a lot of Chili's two for one. That's one thing you didn't do. You didn't do any Chili's two for one, but I drank enough for both of us. Don't worry. That's good. Yeah, we we spent way too much time at an Applebee's for a vacation, but you know. That's okay because they had the they had the the rock margaritas. You know we were, we were doing great. <laughs> the rock bottom in the people's elbow, man. But I uh, I'm not gonna lie, Cody. I was so hungover on Sunday. Like I it, it, I don't know if it was me because I had a lot to drink that day. So but Sunday, I Sunday also or Monday. Think, uh, it, no, so Saturday night going into Sunday. Okay. I was so hungover. Um. I don't know if that was evident from the the way I was fucking nursing that mimosa at breakfast that morning, but I um, and I, I think it was because of all because I probably had seven or eight margaritas <laughs> at Grizzlebees, and not that they were strong because they I don't think they were just all that sugar I think just really made me feel like shit the next day. But I'll do it all over again, yeah, and won't think twice about it. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, it was it was a great time. We got to act like a bunch of big kids, you know, in our in our garage room with our basketball hoop oh and our God. pool table slash ping pong table slash air hockey table. We're just living like so, kids for the weekend. So somebody kept getting somebody in that house, not while we were there, but prior to that, just got railed on that table. That's why <laughs> it was squeaky. That is right. <laughs> Jeez. No, and you know enough about our trip. Of course, we are here to talk about uh, Rengoku. Essentially, we're having yes, the Rengoku yes, dedication are. episode. Um, yeah, I am Cody Snodgrass. Before we get too far ahead of ourselves, I am Cody Snodgrass, and I am Chris Adams. And welcome back to Shonen and Suds. Uh, but I also think we owe everybody an apology. We completely forgot to post the episode last week uh, for Spirited Away. Um, and it wasn't until, like, I think, what, you had flown home and did it, or you were at the airport when you when you, uh, when you you put it out? Yeah, not till I got back on Monday morning. Um, <laughs> Whoops. We are just way too excited. And, and, we were. You know, we recorded Wednesday, um, which it, then it gives me a day to be lazy, so I don't have to do it. Like, granted, we don't, I don't edit the episodes very much. I just clip the mm-hmm. end in the beginning and then boom we're good um yeah just totally slipped my mind and then we're like i'm pretty sure we're just driving in orlando and i'm like i don't think i put up the podcast <laughs> oh whoops because we were like we were talking about to it with some of our friends like a new friends that we had met down in orlando and i was yeah. like yeah oh shit oh shit so uh 
Yeah, I'll take I'll take the uh, the brunt of that one. I goofed, uh, <laughs> but you know, episode still came out. All right. If you guys haven't checked it out, we do have an episode for Spirited Away. Um, excellent. It's uh, the episode's excellent. The movie's excellent. There's nothing but good thing to say about it. Uh, which can also be said here. So before we you know before we dive in you know dive into the news and everything. Uh, so, you know, this is your spoiler warning. Which I don't know why if you're listening to this you haven't seen Mugen Train uh, either the 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 TV arc or the movie. So. You know, I, I want to give you the spoiler warning, but I also think you don't deserve it. Have you if you haven't watched this yet at this point? <laughs> but uh, just as a, just as a formality, this is your spoiler warning. So hop off the train now before we hit the point of no return. Absolutely, yeah. I think we might have been the last two to actually watch Moving Train. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, dude. On I'm Earth. pretty like, sure we were. <laughs> like people, be I like, agree. People be like, "Oh, you got an anime podcast?" It's like, "Yeah." Have you seen Demon Slayer? It's like, let me just hide my head no. in shame over here. Correct. Um, <laughs> Now we're catching up, you know. Well, you're already caught up. You're 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 blazing ahead. Um, but oh my god, it's these last two seasons, and from what I keep hearing, it only gets better and better and better. Which I'm reading the manga kind of concurrently, um, along with Berserk. So I'm just I got I got my hands in all kinds of anime stews here. Um, I, and I think that the only problem I'm having with the Demon Slayer manga is that I've been watching it before reading it. So I, I think. Because, I mean, the manga's, yeah, the art's good in the manga, but, like, this is probably the greatest animated product on God's green earth right now. So, just the way the colors pop, everything is so fluid. I don't get the same satisfaction from reading it as I do watching it, which I think is a rarity. Because most people are like, meh, the manga's better, yeah. But I think this is just one of those rare instances that it has to be seen to be fully appreciated just because of how beautiful it is. Like it's, it is, it's an, an eyegasm watching this show. Yeah. 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 Couldn't, couldn't put it better myself. Uh, honestly, going from like some of the other stuff that we've been watching to this, is just like, right. Just, a, it's just night and day. Now, granted, spirited away obviously looks incredible. Um, of just, course, of course. It's like some of the train shots they show some of like the, like the demon that uh, he's up against in this in this mm-hmm. episode, like I, I don't like know, the just, blue flash yeah, and the stuff. Blue fly, yeah, he's just, just like moving super quick. Like the animation is just super clean. Um, yeah, it, it's just just hard to be beat. Like it, it is. Uh, it's it's hard. And then, uh, oh, go ahead. No, no, I was gonna say, and uh, the intro and outro. I, 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 I think while they're all really beautiful. I think this the Mugen Train arc has the best intro and outro, like not just from a not just from like a you know a music standpoint, but also from a um just just from an aesthetic standpoint, it is gorgeous, just beyond gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. But um, you know, before we get into our before we board the Mugen Train for our second yes. time now, uh. Chris, we do got uh, quite a bit of news, but you know, before, we're gonna uh, we have a lot of news to talk about just because we kind of got to fill out this episode. Otherwise, it would only be like a ten minute one. So, uh... Yeah, yeah, because primarily we're we're covering. You know, we've covered uh, Mugen Train before the movie itself. We're primarily covering the the Rengoku filler episode that was not included in the movie. Um, mm-hmm. Now, and and we'll talk about. You know, there are some small differences, uh, but nothing. Nothing that changes 
what Mugen Train was about. So also, this is your warning, too. We're primarily going to talk about the Rengoku episode. If you want a full breakdown of Mugen Train movie, just go back and watch that episode. Because it's pretty much the same. Yeah. Yeah, they just moved some things around. And we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that. But yeah. Chris, I'm, I'm getting kind of parched over here. I can I can hear it in your voice. You're you're very raspy. You need to you need to wet that whistle, sir. So uh, I need to know, and the people need to know. Though I've seen what you've put away these last uh, few, you know, this last week. So I guess I'm still curious, Cody. What you drinking? Oh hell yeah, good All right. crack. All right, Chris. Well, the train doesn't stop here. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I love the train puns. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> they just come naturally. Um, <laughs> I'm on to flavor number two of the Bud Light Seltzer Cocktail Hour. Uh, yeah. Had the Tropical Punch last week, which I think is going to be my favorite out of them all. Um, mm-hmm. It's basically like a fruit punch. And this week I am doing the Strawberry Daiquiri. Um, this one, um, while I, 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 I've had plenty of strawberry daiquiris, especially on my on my trip to Mexico a few years back. Um, See? This is just a little too too sweet. Um, you know, no, here come the wrestling puns now. God damn it! <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, it's just it's just too sweet. Um, I, well, well, I do like it. Um, it's not 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 doesn't even compare to the tropical punch from the week before. That was like a basically just a Capri Sun for adults. Uh, yeah, and this one is trying to be, but it, it's just not the same, unfortunately. Yeah, no. Yeah, being a kind of an expert in, over the last couple of days in sugary, sweet, uh, alcoholic drinks, um, yeah, the uh, I can imagine that one probably not being my favorite, while I can imagine the Tropical Punch is probably pretty damn perfect. Yeah, and, you know, there's still two more flavors left in the box. We got the Lime Margarita flavor. And of course the, well, and then we also have the the watermelon mojito flavor flavor, which mojito. I I don't know, man. I'm not a mojito guy. I I don't. But but at least this mojito, it, it you know, it'll still have some minty to it, but it won't have actual <laughs> like mint leaves in in the glass, which is what I really can't stand about a mojito. I don't want I don't want plants in my in my glass if that makes sense, Chris. That's fair. You want to brush your teeth. You want to brush your teeth, right? That is right. Um, but the lime margarita, I, I went on a, a margarita kick, you know, ever since before Cinco de Mayo through after Cinco de Mayo. So I'll probably save that for last. Um, just because I feel like I've had like margaritas like 10 weeks in a row. But, you know, nothing wrong with that, of course. Well, I also know you like to celebrate Cinco de June, Cinco <laughs> de July, Cinco de August. That is right. I know how you are. <laughs> yeah, that is right. But uh, that's what I'm having a Bud Light Seltzer. Strawberry daiquiri. Um, what about you, Chris? What are you having this evening? So I've had a lot to drink here in the last uh, last five days or so. Um, I almost picked up the Truly Margarita Pack. They had a, a Truly Pack with a bunch of different flavor margarita cocktails. But like, I saw the cans and I was like, I don't know if I can handle that right now. Just coming again, coming off of a big you know, usually weekends like this. I kind of spend the week or, you know, a little bit after like to detox, like I've been just eating a lot of salads, drinking a lot of water. So I was, I, I had it in my hand, but then I put it back um, and Walmart, you know, they, you know, they, you know, here they serve, you know, beer, wine and all that stuff. 
So they, they, they had a big clearance section. So, okay, well, this stuff maybe they just don't want to carry anymore. So they had um, – I'm a big fan of 19 Crimes. It's a, it's a line uh, of different wines, and they have their Pinot Noir on that shelf. And I was like, man, that's a shame they're not carrying this anymore. So I said all that to say this, Cody. I am drinking the 19 Crimes Pinot Noir. Definitely uh, doing the red wine a little bit uh, easier after all the – Again, after all the beer and all the liquor and everything I had this past weekend, but um, I'm, I'm actually a really big Pinot Noir guy. I, you know, as far as reds go, Pinot Noirs kind of fall right in the middle. Very um, you know, very medium body. They're typically fruit forward, um, very jammy, very kind of like a lot of berry notes. You might get some kind of earth notes. You know, maybe more like um. Light. What am I trying to say here? So you'll get some really weird descriptions when it comes to um, when it comes to wine. Uh, but when you talk about earthiness, I want you to think about think about like wet soil inside of like a plant, maybe a plant you've just. Heard. So, you know, wet soil is a good way to describe the earthiness. But again, but for the most part, it's very uh, very berry forward, very um, fruit forward, and kind of jammy. Interesting. I'm I'm not much of a this is a wine, right? Uh, yes. I, I'm not much of a wine drinker. Uh, I'll always try a sip of wine, but I I have yet to really find one that I can really enjoy. I I don't mind rosé. Um, mm-hmm. I don't even know if that counts as a wine. It almost. Well, it, yes, it it does. It does. I mean, it's it's on the uh, it's on the complete opposite end of the spectrum. But no, it is it is very much a legitimate wine uh, okay. or. or style of wine and there are some rosés cody that are extremely good and then there's some that are just like sugar shits galore <laughs> so it just really depends not all wines are created equal that's fair yeah i'm not an expert in that field but i'm always willing to try um yeah. although, although some of them really really put me off of wines like if, if i have like a box wine i'm like oh god Oh yeah, you don't want that. Well, when we're in Omaha, maybe we'll go grab a nice steak dinner. Maybe we'll. Is there an Omaha steaks? Is there a restaurant? Do they have a restaurant for Omaha steaks? I mean, they have to, right? Like they have to. It's printed. It's printed right there on the label. It's there on the box exactly. So we can find a place to get a nice steak dinner, and we'll we'll grab a bottle of wine, and I'll 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 show you the finer points. That's right. We'll we'll do it like we did. Uh... What was it, Indianapolis, like four years ago now? Uh-huh. The last time we went to like a right. fancy dinner with wine and all that stuff. Oh, yeah. Me and all the old Andy Carmona wine share. I fucking loved it. What a great time. Yeah, what a great time. <laughs> um, but now that we got our drinks out of the way, Chris, we got quite a bit of news to talk about here. Um, yes, yes. Why don't you go ahead and lead us off, Cody? Yeah, I guess first things first. Um, the uh-huh. big news of the week was Hunter x Hunter, Hunter Hunter, whatever you want to call it, hiatus x uh-huh. hiatus. Um, <laughs> take, your, take your pick. Yeah, they're the creator uh, Yoshihiro Togashi um, basically uh-huh. made a Twitter account and reveals that the manga is going to get, I believe it's four new chapters uh-huh. um, of the series. So, all right. You know, I don't, I don't know what all this means. The last chapter came out. In 2018, so it's been it's been a few years. Um, you know, we haven't the anime still is not finished, like even caught up to the manga. I don't think I I've never read the manga for Hunter Hunter. Um, I've I never ha- watched the anime. I have watched the 2011 anime, and it it's while well, it's great, um, you can tell that there's supposed to be a lot more. Like <laughs> it, it, it fair enough. It leaves off not really on a cliffhanger, but like not like. 
Like, there's clearly more. Like, it doesn't end with, like, a big mm-hmm. fight and, like, the bad guy loses. It ends on, like, an odd, like, middle ground area. Just kind of ends. Yeah. And so, hopefully that means more of the anime will come. You know, fingers crossed on that. I, you know, a lot of people thought Hunter Hunter wasn't going to get anything, uh, and you know, up until last week, you know, it wasn't. But now we ha- now we've got more on the way. So, you know, hopefully that just means more anime, more everything. Yeah, I'm here for it. I'm definitely here for it. And it's uh, it's on my list of shows that I definitely need to watch, and it's always the one that's like, wait, you haven't seen that? You know what I mean? Yeah, and I didn't even finish watching it up until, I don't know, maybe a couple years ago. Um, mm-hmm. But it, I mean, it's just a it's just a classic shonen that I think everybody should see. Eventually, I do need to go back and watch the 1999 version. I believe is when mm-hmm. the original series came out. Um, yeah, because that's the one I always remembered. I, I knew of it because I um around that time I want to say it was wasn't it? Uh, actually, I'm pretty sure it was in Shonen Jump around that time. I would imagine so, um, but it it also got like, re like the Brotherhood treatment kind of in yeah. 2011. I say the Brotherhood treatment just because I've never seen the original one, so I don't know. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. it, it couldn't have been bad, um, but I imagine it was somewhere uh, like just comparison wise to Fullmetal Alchemist. Um, yeah, no, it makes sense. Definitely makes sense. Yeah, definitely something I'm I'm looking forward to. And then um, another thing I've been looking forward to that you know we had heard the rumors of. Because uh, we're both Final Fantasy fans, of course. Uh, and that is this Final Fantasy IX animated s- series. Um, which, it, at first I heard it was a cartoon, now I'm hearing animated series. It's being targeted towards, I think it's kids from like the age of 8 to 13, I think is what they said. Um, oh, I am this many, so <laughs> count me in. <laughs> yeah, which when I think about it, I'm like, okay, that sounds like you know a younger a younger crowd, right? But then when you think about it... Uh-huh. like. Shonen are targeted towards 15-year-old kids. Like, Yeah. Like, all the big three, Dragon Ball Z, that, that was targeted towards 15-year-old kids, and I absolutely, uh-huh. you know, I love them, all those shows. Like, <laughs> so I can't imagine that this is going to, like, you know... Sh- I like, could see it being more whimsical, maybe something like, uh, I don't know if you've ever watched, um, like, Dragon Prince or something on um, Netflix. Or maybe even something akin to like Avatar: The Last Airbender, right? Because I feel like that was the age that people were watching that show initially. Yeah, which if it's anything like that, I'm, I'm here. I'm for fucking it. in. Yeah, I think, absolutely. I think, I think the only thing we'll, we won't get is maybe Zidane won't be as much of a pervert, which is, you know, <laughs> it's whatever. Yeah. Like. Yeah. But cool, uh, soft. Yeah, I'm very excited for it. It is being created by Cyber Group Studios. Is the name uh-huh. of the the company in charge of it? Obviously, you know, working alongside Square Enix and Chris. It uh-huh. could be revealed today. Um, they they've been talking that it's going to be revealed at the licensing expo in Las Vegas, which is an event oh, that's, that's cool. taking place from Tuesday until today, which is Thursday. So I imagine hopefully okay. sometime this evening, uh, we'll have like a trailer, maybe, which is kind kind of crazy to think about. You know, Final Fantasy Nine came out. Oh man, here we go, Chris. 21 years ago. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I um, I remember I almost flunked my first semester of college because of that game. Cause I, uh, I guess technically 22 years ago. <laughs> How dare I? Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. I remember I remember buying it on release day, and um, I finished it in about two weeks. Just 
obviously like you know one of my one of my all-time favorite final fantasies it's definitely in my top three uh i go back and forth between six and nine being my second favorite so mm-hmm. uh, and the only reason it took me two weeks is because i still had to go to work had i not had to go to work i probably would have finished it very quickly but i ditched school pretty much every day yeah. And just stay at home, play Final Fantasy IX all day, and just drank a fucking suitcase of Natty Ice and just played Final Fantasy IX. Sounds like a sounds like a, a dream come true for me. Chris. <laughs> fucking awesome, Cody. It was awesome. Um, but yeah, get the so... old get the old fucking four ninety nine large Chinelos uh, pepperoni pizza carryout special. Go get the old suitcase of Natty Ice. Boot up Final Fantasy IX in the old PS One. Pull out the old fucking the old Brady games play online guide oh, and just sit there. Fuck that guy. Well, I, I bought. I, I know. I, I. I. It was the worst guide ever. And <laughs> I only. Here's the thing. I'm not like a strategy guide guy. I, I. I like to discover the game on my own. But I use that for like any sort of like. All right. Well, where's the where's the weird item at? Where's like the weapons at? Like where are the things that I. I guess I want to max out and like complete this shit. Where is that stuff? Because I ain't got time to find it. So that's what I use guides for. But that one was a particular piece of shit because it was a, they were really trying to integrate like online usage, which, you know, in 2001, 2000, you know, was it 2000, 2001, online was still very much in its infancy. So it just was very clunky and not fun to use. Yeah. And I didn't have the internet in my pocket like I do now. I had to like, go upstairs to a computer room in my house to, you know, do that stuff. Yeah, I had to, had to unplug the phone to plug it into the computer just to get an internet. Oh, yeah, you know. All that stuff. You know. Um, but, yeah, they haven't confirmed, like, the, the number of episodes or anything like that. Um, but it is in production. Um, hopefully today we get to you know see, see just a little, give us a little snippet or something. That'll be cool because, you know, we were talking about this before the cast, Cody, that Final Fantasy is just ripe for the anime treatment because anything that they've done animation wise, for the most part, has been good. Like, I love the one from the 90s. What was it? Uh, Final Fantasy, like Legend of the Crystals or something like that. Um, um, there's so there's the there was the FF5 one. OK. That uh, uh, might be the legacy of the crystal one. It's like on VHS. I have it somewhere. here. Yeah. Um, yeah, which I thought was really fucking cool. Yeah, I've um, never, I've never, I own Final Fantasy Unlimited, but I've never actually watched it. Uh, mm-hmm. It just was like something I saw one day, and I was like, oh, I gotta have that. Um, mm-hmm. And I would nominate it for the cast, but I don't think you can find that really anywhere. Right. Um, unless you go, that's of course, the hard thing. Unless you go surfing on, you know, the dark web, but. Well, I don't, uh, don't want to give my computer aids. Thank you very yeah. much. Yeah, we talked about like even like the stuff that went along with FF15, even though yeah, even though it was an incomplete game. You know the extra well, parts. The companion stuff was great. Like the bros at like Final Fantasy 15 Brotherhood or something like that. Yeah. That was an excellent anime. It was a fun little. I don't want to say what each episode was like, 15 minutes something like that. If that, like it was just a fun little romp. Um, no, I don't consider you know as, as great as Kingsglaive is. I think that would have made a, an amazing anime versus a um you know a CGI movie, but you know yeah. And I, what I, we're saying is it's ripe for the anime treatment. There are there's great stories to be told that I think can really only be told through anime. Yeah, and I feel like anime is just I, I, when I say cheaper, I mean like less expensive. 
and like doing like a then a like a, a CGI movie that cost a hundred yeah. million dollars and tanks the company. Um, <laughs> We're looking at you, spirits within. <laughs> yeah, um, and I think FF9 is, is the perfect like pick. Like FF9 was yes. kind. Everybody like some people hate on FF9's graphics. I personally really enjoyed it. I loved them. And, I loved how whimsical the game was. Yeah, and I feel like it it, it fits the bill for an anime. So I I really hope this succeeds. Absolutely. And I hope it just inspires more animation from you know Final Fantasy series. Like the more the merrier, in my opinion. There there has been some some issue like some bad ones. Like Last Order mm-hmm. wasn't great. Um, yep. Although I still enjoyed it just because it was. It was Final Fantasy animated, uh, even like yeah. the ones that came along with like the Advent Children, like complete Super Edition or whatever. Mm-hmm. Those were cool. Um, yeah, I really hope we get to see something today. That's been like a big talk uh, among all like the Final Fantasy YouTuber people that I follow. So really, no, I am curious as how they're gonna do it. Uh, yeah, they said it was what seven to thirteen year olds. That is not a happy story that we're gonna be watching. So I wonder how they're gonna. They're gonna really like church it up. I don't know, cause like, I mean, when I was a kid, I still understood most of what was going on in FF9. Um, maybe, sure. Maybe like not as much of like the like the small like political stuff that's happening. Um, but for the most uh-huh. part, you could get the gist of it as a kid. Um, yeah, that's fair. I just hope it's not like a. I want it to actually like be like an an anime, if that makes sense. I don't want it to be like a like a fucking shitty Cartoon Network show. I want it to be like animated yeah. if that makes sense like not that cartoon network shows aren't great um modern day ones suck but that's a, yeah that's another cast yeah, you're, for another you're, you're not you're not here you want you want teen titans not teen titans go there we go perfect yep <laughs> absolutely perfect um fair yeah. enough then chris so you... i would love to i would love to hear vv rapping about his pyramid scheme money <laughs> that would be per- that'd be fucking dope but any old who and then, uh, you know, one last thing in the news, Chris, you found a pair of movies that's coming out here soon, so uh, I'll let you kind of uh, yeah. take, take the lead on this one. So I'm real hype about this one. Um, you know, Cody, since we've been doing the podcast, I've found myself really enjoying some of these, like, romance anime movies. Like, I've, the stories they're telling are great. Well, I, I saw this thing about these two that uh, – they're two, like, multiverse movies – uh, one of them is called. Um, they got like weird names, like the "To Every Me That," the, "To Every You I've Loved Before," and the other one is called "To the Solitary Me That Loved You." So basically, their story. Their it looks like it's featuring the same two protagonists. There's a trailer out, which I'm probably going to watch after this. Um, that they take place in parallel universes. But from what I understand is the ending changes based on which one you've watched first. Yeah. Which I think is pretty neat. There's probably some sort of interactive element, which we've, we've seen before on like, you know, certain Netflix, you know, Netflix has done a couple like interactive movies where you can kind of change the course of the movie, which I think is really neat. Um, So I'm curious to see how that happens here. Like, are they going to ask you, before you start the movie, hey, did you watch this one first? Or if you have it on like a player, is it going to have something on your phone? Is it going to put something on your phone or your t- your smart TV, your PlayStation, whatever it is you watch movies on that has indicated that you've watched the other one? Yeah, I don't know how they're going to do it, but I, I'm looking here on like a description. Um, uh-huh. 
It looks like both films will release on October 7th in Japan. You know, I'm sure we'll mm-hmm. get it. Hopefully, probably early Before next year. Before the end year. of the year, I'd assume. Or maybe, yeah. Yeah, I would say early next year. Just, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but it looks like they also have completely different, like, uh, production crew. Like, Interesting. Like, separate directors and animation studios and everything. Which is... Very interesting. Like that, I think that's super... So it looks like we've got a Fire Emblem Fates situation on our hands here. Yeah, I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, it says... I'm going to butcher these names, so just bear with me here. Um, but it says, To every you I've loved before will be directed by Atsushi Matsumoto and animated mm-hmm. by Bakken Record. Yep. Um, <clears throat> um, while Kenichi Kasai will be directing To the Solitary Me That Loved You and it'll be animated by TMS Entertainment. Yeah, which, I mean, that one did uh, Fruits Basket, I believe, right? Yeah, and I believe they also did... It's got people that worked on, like, Bakuman and the Tale of Princess Kaguya. Oh, uh, that's dope. Looks like Riko Sakaguchi, Saka, yeah, Sakaguchi uh, will write mm-hmm. the scripts. <clears throat> the two films are direct adap- adaptations of the sci- sci-fi romance novels by Umiji mm-hmm. Otano, who were published in 2016. Interesting. I think it's it's a very cool concept. Um, I'm not sure how it'll work if you can just watch them in any order and then like, I don't know. It, it sounds very, it's just interesting. It's intriguing and uh, yeah, I, very I, intriguing. Hopefully, we'll get like theatrical releases here because then we could, you know, we could <clears throat> we could go watch the opposite ones and then switch and watch the new one. Or... Oh, that'd be fucking sick, yeah, dude! Be... If they release theatrical and. Oh, dude. Yeah, we, we've got to start with different ones. That'd be so fucking sick. I'd be in the theater with my fucking notebook, dude. Just yeah. taking notes. Yeah, it's definitely something, you know, and the, and the visual arts that they've released so far look really cool. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's just crazy that they're made by, like, totally different directors and production. Like, yeah. even animation studios. Like, that's wild. I don't think there's... As far as I know, there's never been anything done like that before. Um yeah, I'm here for it. I'm definitely here for it. You know me, Cody. I am a sucker for a uh, for a parallel universe or a parallel, uh, you know, timeline story. I, I live for that shit. That's what really revs my engine. So <laughs> I'm definitely here for it. But yeah, so that's a lot to look forward to coming around the home stretch. Now, of course, uh, you know, before we dive into uh, the Rengoku episode, just uh, some real quick housekeeping. So we're um, so. This week, we're going to be talking about that. Next week, we're going to be going right into the Entertainment District arc. Since that's only 11 episodes, we'll be able to pound that out in one go. Um, And then we will have a poll for you here at the end of this episode. Yep, yep, yep. Which I'm I'm excited about. I'm just trying to follow up with the Cyber Group Studios on Twitter right now. (laughs) Things are not looking good for the FF9 reveal today. Um, No! Why? (laughs) I'm trying to find out if there's like a stream of this event that's happening, but mm-hmm. things are not looking good on the Twitter. I'll keep you guys posted as we as we talk about our boy Rengoku. But uh, yeah, Chris, let's go ahead and uh, are you, are we ready to jump into uh, your, your Dude, favorite I am character? Beyond <laughs> ready to dive in because anytime I get to see more fucking Rengoku, I am all about it. So. Yeah, so basically, you know, like we said at the top of this thing, we're, um, you know, we've already covered the Mugen Train story. We know what happens. You know, they board, you know, Rengoku at the end of season one was dispatched to, uh, to investigate this Mugen Train. Uh, season one kind of ends with the boys getting on the train. Then we get the movie, which basically encompasses 
six of the what seven episodes um yep and we get you know we get to see uh, which of course it ends tragically with uh with rin goku dying not by the demon that was on the mugen train but by one of the other one of the more powerful underlings of our man michael jackson which uh still even watching it again what an amazing fight um but what this uh what you get in the televised like the episodical version of this is you kind of get a filler episode at the beginning that really is all about ringo it's a ringoku adventure um, which I really like while it is a filler episode. And some people may like the fact that we don't really know much about Rengoku when we're thrust into the movie. I really, really like this episode because it really gives us a chance to look at how he is as a person. Um, you know, just him kind of on the job, like a day to day, you know, just a regular, oh, it's, it's fucking Tuesday, you know, uh, it's Rengoku, you know, just hanging, just doing what he does best. Um, so, Basically, the long and short of this episode, Cody, is you know we we catch up with Rengoku just as he arrives um, at this uh, where you know where the uh, where the Mugen train is located. But um, I want to say we're, we we are introduced to one of his underlings first, like one of his uh, I guess one of his um what are they not not like his pupil per se, but just some like I guess a lower level Slayer that's with him. Yeah, I think this might have been his crow. Yeah, I'm not sure if this guy was sent from you know the. I don't even remember the name from of it. HQ. Yeah, from like HQ, basically. That's what I assumed this guy was. Um, well, because he, he catches up with Rengoku inside of the little the noodle shop. Yeah, the old noodle shop. Our boy Rengoku is always throwing down on some some killer grub. Dude, he is a hungry boy. He <laughs> loves. To eat. Yeah, and it's tasty in English. What what is it in Japanese? I can't remember what he says. Umai, <laughs> umai. Okay, uh, but yeah, you know Rengoku really he is. He is the way he is at all times. Uh, very he is what you see is what very flamboyant, very, very just out there. Like I don't know. He he, he again. He reminds me a lot of Mirio and My Hero Academia. Yeah. Um. He always seems very positive, very eager to please. But <laughs> make no mistake about it, he will fucking put the hands of God on you if uh, you are well. A if you're a demon. And B, like, if you're just not good, he will just lay the fucking smack down on your Rudy Poo candy ass. Um, <laughs> so what we find out here, so, you know, he enjoys his little noodles. He gets the guy, you know, a bowl and they talk, you know, the the, the guy who runs the noodle shop is talking about, you know, all the killings have you know basically kind of chased everybody out of town. Um, and we find out that the the Mugen train had also, you know, forty people have died on this train, so the train was basically taken out of service. But they had they needed to put it back onto the railroad, uh, basically ASAP. So, but on top of that, there have been people, there have been like murders happening in this town. So you know, Rengoku is going to investigate that too. Well, we also he also runs into um, a, a woman and her granddaughter who are basically selling box lunches, you know, to all the train passengers right there in this town. Um, and the granddaughter doesn't believe in demons. Just, they don't exist. Whatever. You're full of shit. Um, which kind of causes her to be at odds with Rengoku when they first meet. Um, which obviously these things start to change because she learns very fucking quickly. Demons are very real, Cody, and they yeah. are very, very mean. 
Yeah, and of course, our boy Rengoku, he's like, oh, you're selling box lunches? Uh, I'll take them all. I'll take them all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's he's very much like, it, it almost looks like because everybody's leaving this town that their business is struggling. So Rengoku just, he, I just feel like he just does the right thing all the time. And it, it, again, uh, there's just this very warm, giving nature about this character. And again, very loud. He likes to, he likes to announce that he's here. But um, yeah, so in, do what? Oh yeah, one hundred percent, absolutely. Well, he's on, and he is um, we we see after he uh, you know, is done, you know, dealing with grandma and daughter the first or granddaughter the first time, he um, he gets on a train, and that's when he realizes you know, he's asking he has to look at one of the conductors or the train attendants about the Mugen train, and that's when he finds out that hey, you know, it's over there in the uh, in the in the stockyards over there getting you know, getting whatever treated and repaired and um, serviced to get back onto the railroad car. So he just fucking hops off the train, like, immediately. Like, well, this is where I get off then, and just hops off and heads over to the train and brings all those box lunches that he bought over to the crew working on the, um, working on getting the Mugen train back onto the tracks. Um, and this is where we meet our, kind of our throwaway villain, um, I don't, I don't remember if he has a name, Cody. I'm just going to call him uh, Blue Speed Demon. We'll just say that. Yeah, old blue, old fucking Blue Speed Demon. Yeah, <laughs> so uh, he is basically the one who's been terrorizing uh, this town, you know, leaving, you know, leaving people for dead. Though there is one person that he did not kill, and Rengoku basically tells him, it's like, you know, there's one you didn't kill, and she's going to be just fine, because she's, you know, she's not afraid of you, and he's like, and I, I really like this exchange. And the demon's like, well, well, we're just going to have to fix that because now there's somebody else. Now that I guess I'm going to have to go pay her another visit after I kill you and fucking everybody else. And he's just like, well, it doesn't matter because like the wounds of the soul will heal. And this is where Rengoku just first just fucking beats the shit. Well, doesn't really beat the shit out of him, but just like swiftly just cuts his hands off and frees the guy that he's holding hostage. Um, that he's ready to just cut up. But um, we, this is where we realize that this demon is super fucking fast and runs off really quickly. Yeah, that's where we get the speed demon name from, you know? <laughs> that's right. Well, and Cody, unfortunately, as luck would have it, um, he runs right into Grandma and uh, Young Lady here, which really puts them in, a, in quite the pickle, because this is where old old girl realizes that demons are very fucking real very quickly. But we get a really cool scene here where Rengoku, again, we're, we're kind of blazing through the episode because, I mean, outside of this, there really isn't much to talk about. Rengoku to the rescue very quickly because you see like the, you see him using one of his, uh, one of his uh, breathing techniques here. You just see this ball of fucking flame come rushing at this demon down the tracks. Um, and then we kind of get our fight here where pretty much i mean he dispatches this guy pretty easily like it wasn't even a wasn't even a fair fight yeah the demon's like all right here's the here's this game i want to play he's like if, mm-hmm. he's like either i'm gonna cut her throat or you're gonna cut my head off before i can and Rengoku's <laughs> like i accept your challenge and then immediately just cuts his head off i win <laughs> i'm just like god damn that so was fucking, it was so fucking cool wasn't it it was so great. fucking cool it was fucking great i was like wow like, because like we all know that like he's not gonna lose this this fight, right? Like to this jabroni. Yeah, this is just a filler fight before the Mugen Train movie starts, 
and just what a mm-hmm. great way to like no drawn out fight just take care of business um yeah. talk shit get shot is what happened here Cody. yeah and then we we see these scenes that like the grandma's like watching Rengoku this and was all, so cool all of his movements it was and so it, cool and i guess it's his dad has like saved her yeah. before in the past yeah and Rengoku's like like almost mimicking every movement that he made like even like from like sheathing his sword the same way and everything yeah like the breathing the 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 almost like the like the the ritualistic sheathing of the sword and calming of the breath and things like that. And she remembered that because basically Rengoku's dad saved her and her daughter, which is, you know, the little girl's mom from being killed by a demon. And it was just so funny. Like, she was like, wow, I, I, you've saved me before. This is, this is incredible. And Rengoku's response is like, Oh, you, you, you mean my father. And it's it's my honor to have protected you. Like he doesn't like I don't know, man. There's just like there's just this just this innate just good. Like the moral compass on Rengoku always points north. And I don't know, man. There was just something really heartwarming about this episode where it's like this is a good guy. Just and you really hope he he's going to be around for a long time, which we know really really leads or just really puts more weight on the fact that he dies saving all of these people um, with zero casualties, by the way, which is again, what makes it more impressive. So I don't know, man, like some people, you know, people like to say this episode is filler. I think it just adds more to the character and more context to what we're getting ready to get into. Cause then from there, basically we're now boarding the train. You know, he tells the, the, uh, the, the other, um, guy sent from hq that oh well the train's going to be in service tomorrow and as the sun's coming up he's like well i guess that means today so then we kind of cut back to where he's on board the train with all the box luck because he uh well as he's heading to the train he uh he runs into grand grandma and girl again and they're like well this is for you and he's like oh thank you i never got to finish the one i got before so i will take i will gladly take this one for free and i will go ahead and play because uh, they offer it to him for free. And he's like, well, I, I humbly accept this one for free, but I will go ahead and pay for the rest of them. Yeah. Again, he fucking buys them out again. Um, and this is where we see when the movie starts, he's just fucking balls deep in bento, just tasty, tasty <laughs> over and over again. Yep. Yeah. It like, honestly, like watching the, this episode of just Rengoku, like uh-huh. it makes me want to, I hope that that manga that's, it's just him and uh, Tomioka. His name. Yeah. I hope that becomes like an anime or something. Like. Yeah, I've got. The, I've, I'm literally. I got it right here in my hand. Yeah. yeah. The stories of water and flame. I would love. Dude, they need to make. They, they need to turn that into an anime and put that in the fucking theaters. Yeah. Like I. I, I feel like that's just. I mean, any any prequel, anything they want to do with Demon Slayer, I'm down for. <laughs> you yeah. know, because I, I know I believe the manga is finished. Um. As yes, far as I know, yes. like, why not do, like, people love Rengoku, like, why not just do that, you know, that, uh, what is it, uh, Song of Ice and Fire, uh, what's it called? Yeah, uh, <laughs> stories, of wa- stories of Water and Flame. I'm teasing, I'm just bringing up Game uh, of Thrones, but, uh, you know. Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> um, yeah, it just makes but me want to see more. end way better. Yeah, and, like, it may, once we, I want to see more Rengoku. Um, Tomioka's already my favorite character from Demon Slayer, so, like, Rengoku's uh-huh. yours, Chris, it, it's perfect for the podcast. We need it to happen. Uh, it would be podcast gold. And 
I don't know, man. And so now I know we we were saying we were going to spend all the time talking about this. Well, there really isn't. There's some subtle differences uh, between the televised uh, pacing and version of the Mugen Train arc versus the movie. But it's nothing really. When I say nothing noteworthy, I don't mean that like in a very, uh, you know, in a mean spirited or kind of brush offish sort of way. Um, all they kind of did was just move some things around. A couple scenes have been recut. Um, but truthfully, I will probably watch it, the episodic version over the movie moving forward. Um, just because I don't know. I almost feel like after seeing this episode, had I had watched the episodic version of this, I probably would have been, I mean, I was already devastated by Rengoku's death, but I probably, you, you would have had to talk me off the ledge, Cody, had <laughs> I watched it in this format first. Yeah, and I mean, na- I mean nowadays, like, I, I enjoy, like, bite-sized content, so, like, a 25-minute mm-hmm. episode of anime is much easier to digest than, like, a two-hour movie. Um, sure, absolutely. Which, I mean, might, you know, might sound wild to some people, but, like... I mean, most nights I don't come home and watch a movie. I'll watch an episode of a show or something, you know, before yes. I, like, fall asleep. Almost or, every time. You know, whatever the case may be. Um, yep. I mean, it took me, like, five attempts to finish the Batman movie, and it wasn't because it was a bad movie. It's because, like, I don't know. I'm just Maybe I'm just tired all the time, Chris. Maybe. Well, you, you didn't have fucking three hours to give. That's the thing. <laughs> yeah, I didn't have three. I guess the reason I haven't seen The Irishman on Netflix. Like, I want to watch it, but, like... Well, I don't have three weeks to give up. Yeah, like, people will be like, oh, have you seen the... Uh, Justice League Snyder cut. I'm like, absolutely not. <laughs> that's a no, whole. That's, that's a, like whole a whole night. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm home at three o'clock. I gotta. That's, by the time I do that and eat dinner, it's that's the, that's the day. The day is gone. Um, I gotta go to work again after that. Yeah. Um, yeah. They basically just they they splice it up. They move some things around, like you said. There's a couple little uh-huh. added, just small scenes of like scenes of the train and scenes of like our characters while they're sleeping. Uh-huh. Um, very, very similar to like how Dragon Ball Super made episodic versions of Resurrection F and like Battle of the Gods. Yep. Uh, pretty much just that treatment yep. in the Demon Slayer. So. Yep, and and that's fine. Um, I I mean, obviously, Mugen Train's great. It it has fucking made all kinds of money. And but all, I, I do all genuinely of think the money, Chris, all of the money. Oh, it made every, yeah, not just a lot of money, all of the money. But I think I'll just enjoy it. Again, like we talked about here, I'll probably be watching it episodically moving forward, um, unless I want to just throw the movie on for background noise, which is also very, very likely to happen at all times. But um, I talked about it earlier. The intro and outro is some of the best art I've seen in this show, which unbelievably somehow is trumped by the art in the next season, which only leads me to believe that the next season is just probably going to melt the fucking skin off my face with how beautiful it is <laughs> yeah and i believe don't they have a trailer for the the season after the entertainment district arc I believe. I believe they do i believe there is a trailer out for it which i need to watch um and i'm one of those people like, I, I try to stay away from trailers just because like i want to i like going in cold with things that i want to watch right yeah i i agree i'm the same way but i mean obviously i haven't even seen the entertainment district arc so i'm i'm not watching that oh, show. But yeah, so next week we will be covering the Entertainment District arc, all 11 episodes? It's so, yeah, 11 episodes. It's so good. Cody, I just want to hear your reaction when you watch episode 10. Because yeah. it is, it might be the most beautiful animation I've ever seen in my entire life. And one thing I'm really glad about is this is, 
I don't know anything about the Entertainment District arc outside oh, of man. the like the one demon or mm-hmm. I can't even remember. I don't even think he's a demon. I think he's uh I think he's one of the Hashira. Uh, yeah. What's it, is it? I don't even know his name. He's the one that's on like all the cover photos. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. There's uh, well, there's 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 two there's two villains in this arc. It's a brother sister. The okay. the bad guys are brother sister. Yeah. I think the guy I'm thinking of is actually just one of the Hashira because I've seen him before, like in. Oh yeah, oh yeah. The uh, the 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 fucking the main guy with like the uh, he's hair. got his harem of yeah, he's got his little harem of samurai wives that he uh, or uh, what are they, Kuni, Kunichi, whatever they're called, the female ninjas. All of them, they are all just tits out, man, all the time. <laughs> Love that, you know. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know you would. Um, but uh, he's fucking awesome, dude. His uh, the I cannot remember his name, but like, because he's 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 not he's not one of my favorite characters. But when you watch him fight, you're like, this guy fucking just fucking smacks. Yeah, I'm I'm excited because like you know before with Demon Slayer, I had always seen that mm-hmm. gif of him fighting the spider dude. I can't even think of yeah. his name right now. Uh, you have mm-hmm. to forgive me. I, my my names in anime are all jumbled after a long weekend yeah. of drinking. Um, oh yeah, yeah. I'm barely functioning this week. <laughs> yeah, I ha- I have no. All I know is that that episode ten is really good. Like the animation. Yes. Um, but, but fortunately, was, I haven't been spoiled at all, so we're going in blind. Um, but that means I'm excited to watch it again. Yeah, with these eleven episodes next week, Chris, we got to have another poll. Um, so we're gonna, yeah, I'm ready. So we are gonna back to another movie and uh mm-hmm. I'll, I'll let you give us your picks chris sure uh so my first pick is on netflix it's a you know you know we you know how we love ghibli films here um mine i'm gonna i want to watch nino kune uh based on the uh the playstation game uh rpg which it's good it's a good game uh it's beautiful it's uh ghibli art so it can only be but so bad am i right um so i think i've I've been wanting to watch it but i haven't just because i knew i know we will cover it eventually on this podcast um and that is nino kune which you can find on netflix my other choice is on amazon prime it's free it's uh, one of my all-time favorites it's old it's an older one it's on that same it's out of that same class of anime where like Ninja Scroll, Eight Man After, Demon City, Sinjuku, Akira, where all of that came out initially. And it's called Robot Carnival. Um, what Robot Carnival is, it's a collection of short stories. Um, each anime is maybe like 10 to 12 minutes. Um, so I think some might be a little bit longer, but they're just they're self-contained short stories. Um, one of my all-time favorite I, like it's just such a fucking thumper of a bop. Um, just I, I, it's hard to describe, but uh, when when you see the if, if it doesn't win, I'm still gonna post uh, the one the one that I like the most out of that compilation on our fucking Facebook page, so that way everybody can see it. Um, because I think it is it was. What am I trying to say? So this like when I watched it was called Deprive. That was the the name of this short particular short film, I guess. And I was like, is this what anime is? This is anime. I'm I fucking sign me up. Interesting. Yeah, I've never even heard of Robot Carnival, but it'll be interesting to like oh, break down a bunch of short stories. That's kind of yeah. Like you know, bringing you know 
Uh, I I nominated, I think a long time ago, I nominated Junji Ito, which is like a bunch of short horror stories in anime. Yeah. Um, So, I don't know how we'll break it down, but I mean, we can figure it out. We've gotten through everything else. We can figure out how to break down a bunch of short stories. Absolutely. It ain't going to be nothing. Um, It's easy peasy, lemon squeezy. But Cody, what are your picks? uh, For me, I'm going with two that I haven't seen. Um, But two that we've definitely seen... Uh, you know, thrown around, you know, in, in chats and groups and things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, of course, we've seen these, the, uh, like, the cover art. Um, so, first up, mm-hmm. I'm going with The Girl Who Leapt Through Time. I think I've nominated this one once before. Or actually, I nominated, yeah. yep. I nominated it when we, uh, when we watched um, Bubble and Fireworks, yeah. actually. Um, so, I'm going with that one again. And then another one, uh, The Boy and the Beast. Um, I've heard yeah. a lot of good things about both these films. They're both available on Amazon. Uh, not on Prime Video, unfortunately, but you can rent them for like three bucks. Worth um, every penny. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm assuming a girl leaps through time and there's a boy and a beast. Um, that's I, how... I like a movie that tells me exactly what I'm getting into. <laughs> that's right, Robot Carnival. Like there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in. I, well, do well, they ride a roller coaster? Yeah, like, <laughs> I guess we'll find out, you know. Um, yeah, those are our picks for next week. If you guys want to vote for that poll, you can go to our Twitter page, just at Shonen and Suds, and you know, cast your vote. You can leave us a comment or you know, tweet at us. You can write us on Facebook. If you guys have any suggestions for us, because we will be nominating um, another anime the week after we, we cover whichever yeah. of these movies wins. So, you know, if you guys want us to cover, you know, Attack on Titan, Full Metal Alchemist, whatever the case may be, uh, let us know. And yeah, that's Chris. That's that's pretty much all I got this weekend. My drink is empty, unfortunately. Um, oh no. We can't I, let you go much longer without an empty drink there, bud. That is right. I'm going to have to roll over to the mini fridge right right next to me. Oh, man. <laughs> Act like it's so far away. It's like an arm's reach away. Um, oh, baby. Yeah, that's that's all I got for this week. I'm actually, I'm I'm really excited to get back into Demon Slayer, man. Um, we, we, we've been spoiled yeah. these past two weeks, you know, getting to watch Spirited Away and then, you know, mm-hmm. dive back into uh, Mugen Train. And now we're going back, you know, more Demon Slayer on the way. Like, the animation is just at an all-time high for the podcast, so I can't wait. Absolutely. I can't, I can't wait to, to see what the Entertainment District arc is all about, what all the fuss yeah, I'm has been about. I'm excited for you to watch it. I'm so excited for you to watch it, because it's good. It is so good. Like, you know, if I was still on the fence about Demon Slayer, uh, Mugen Train and Entertainment District arc have, have basically squashed any chance of me not loving this show. Like, yeah. it's pretty perfect. So. I am, I am very excited. But uh, yeah, that's that's all I got for this week, guys. Um, I'm Cody Snodgrass, and I am Chris Adams. And as always, thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. And uh, we'll make sure this episode's out on time this time. <laughs> Tasty.